It's your boy Tommy V. Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. And I wanted to I, I kind of make a episode piggybacking off of my last episode where I talked about what women need to do and just sit back and relax. Well, I'm watching this show, uh, The Best Man, Final Chapters, on off of Peacock, off the app Peacock. And, you know, it's a good show. It, it, it reminds, it's it's basically the follow-up to the movie, The Best Man. So, in the um, show, what I've seen right here, and I wanted to talk about this. So, one of the characters, you know, he started making some money selling his books. Blah, 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 blah. Him and his wife, they live in Harlem. She, she, she cooks. He's, like I said, he's an author. He wanted to move to the Upper West Side. And I'm not too familiar with the demographics of New York City, but from the way they talk about it, I'm guessing Harlem is a prominent black area where you have affluential blacks. Kind of reminds me maybe of a, maybe Stone Mountain, Tucker area uh, here in Atlanta. You know, uh, like where my dad lives, there's a lot of affluential blacks, right? I mean, all throughout Atlanta, we, we everywhere. We're in Buckhead, we're, every, we're in Roswell, we're everywhere. But there are some areas that are more black and still affluential. And I'm guessing upper the Upper West Side is maybe a little bit less black, but they got better schools, you know, better, maybe even bigger homes. And he showed her, his wife, a bigger home. And he, you know, he wants to do these things. And he, she's like, hey, you know, we're fine right here. And his, his response to it, well, don't you think I want to, you know, give my wife a castle? She said, I mean, my queen a castle. He said, she says, your queen is just fine. And I think sometimes as men, we have to realize that not all women are as thirsty and hungry for consistently always having to elevate. Every time you make, oh, you went from making $50,000 a year to $70,000? Well, that means we got to get a $70,000 a year type house. You know, like some women are satisfied with the more deeper things in life. It's, I mean, it's, especially if this is your wife, you should know her well enough to know that. And I think a lot of times as men, we get into our egos and we start to project things onto our women. See, he wants that house. He wants to feel like, look what I did. He, It's really not even probably something that he truly desires. There's nothing wrong with the home they live in. There's nothing wrong with the area they live in. He just feels like he has to do these things. And I've watched this, you know, um, happen with so many men, especially older men in my life. I've, you know, I've peeped game that, you know, they always are trying to elevate their, their lifestyle every time they start to make a little bit of money, especially black men, you know, because it's black people. You know, a lot of us feel like when we start making money, man, like we ain't supposed to have it. Uh, I'm going to, you know, get it to the fullest extent, you know, and we have what I call the Django mentality, the Django mentality. Let me break that down to you. So in the movie Django, um, he is allowed at one point to pick his clothes after his freedom is bought by that white man he was going around killing people with. Right. So when he's the white man says, pick your outfit. Pick your costume. This is how you want people to see you into the world, right? Mind you, this is a time when this wasn't normal, right? You right. The movie is actually very historically accurate for it to be a fictional film. Um, Django has a whole slew of clothes that he could choose from. He could have chose a modest suit, just like the white guy, but he went and put the most brightest outfit on. And I, it was a, what people don't realize is it was a statement more than a fashion choice it was him saying i ain't like these other blank n-words you know I, i'm not like them i have my own i'm i'm a free negro 
And as black people, we constantly feel the need, even to this day, to show everybody, I'm a free Negro. You know, I'm I've I've escaped. I got my PhD. I've got my MBA. I've got my master's. Even if you ain't do it through college, okay, cool, whatever. We get money however we can, and the first thing we want to do is let everybody know. Every every level of uh, this is why black women are able to judge us so much. Believe it or not, when black men say, "Oh, why do black women treat me like this?" Because because you may have money, but they know black men to be so consistently moving up with their with their. We move with our money compared to other races that might not always do that. So when they see you driving um, a Toyota Camry, which is a nice car, especially the new ones, I like the Toyota Camrys. You know, I'd be in Buckhead sometimes and I'll see a nice souped up Toyota Camry, the newer ones with the white one with the red leather seats, and I'll see a Rolls Royce truck and I'll spend more time looking at the Camry than the Rolls Royce truck. That's just me. Unfortunately, as black men, we're not really allowed to do that because of what the standard other black men have said. When we, like I said, we look exactly like how much we can afford, even down to the skin of our teeth. So what happens if the black woman look at you and she feel like that's what he can do because if he could do better. Oh, trust me, he would. They don't take that same standard outside. That's why we in a black community, especially in the manosphere, I've seen Tommy Sotomayor speak on it. I speak on it about how black women seem to have a different set of standards for black men, like the, the type of black man they would never touch. They'll go touch the, the a white equivalent, and we say, "Well, why?" Well, that's why. They don't judge them the same way we judge them, but that's because of the image that we put out of ourselves. If we can afford some Gucci shoes, we're gonna run out and get the Gucci shoes. So if you ain't got no Gucci shoes, that means you can't afford them. You ain't buy the new Jordans. You didn't. You can't afford them. And that's that's not true, but that's what's displayed. So we, especially as black men, we feel the need to definitely go out and above and beyond to do these things. But a lot of the time, I'm gonna tell you something. If she says she's fine, brother, she's fine. You've given her the opportunity to 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 indulge in more, you know, and this is really a mostly financial conversation, but it, it doesn't have to just be financial. It could be other things as well for all you brothers, you know, that may feel the need to get in a certain shape, you know, and she's telling you, no, I like your stomach, you know, uh, I like your stomach. But she probably means that. And what's crazy is you'll probably trick yourself out of her spotlight by running to do what you want, trying to mask it as something that's going to please her. If you guys have an open communication line in your relationship, trust me, if you say, look at this house, if she like it, she's going to tell you. If she says, babe, we're fine where we at, stay where you're at. She will be more happy where you're at than take trying to take her somewhere else. And yes, Happy wife, happy life. Right? Because as men, we get happy making our woman happy. We put our woman's happiness a lot of time before our own. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's exactly the point. Well, then put her happiness before your own. She's telling you, your stomach is just fine. She might not be happy. See, a lot of times as men, we also feel like we know what's best for women. And to a certain extent, that is true. But there has to be a balance in that. We might know what's best for women, but we have to sometimes stop looking at women and look at the individual. What's best for Katie? Katie might have certain differences. You might go get the six pack and she not as satisfied no more. She likes your, your dad bod. 
you know, and I, I'm not saying for you to, if it's an unhealthy thing, then you, you, you know, you need to even ignore her and do what you have to do. However, a lot of us seem to feel like we have to impose these things on the women because we feel like, well, it's a Benz. Don't you want to get out of, out of that Lexus and get into this brand new Mercedes AMG Benz? She might like the Lexus. She might have sentimental value with that Lexus. All those road trips and memories, everything. And you, you feel like, well, let's create some new ones. That might not be necessary. There's nothing wrong with her Lexus. It's a good car. Let her keep her car. You know, what we don't realize in relationships before both men and women, we put more stress on ourselves than naturally come with it. Let her keep the car. Save the money. Go on a trip. She might like that better. You know, that 5000 that 10000 whatever, 20000 you should put down, she might, might give some to your kids and then go on vacation to the Maldives or something like that. Go to uh, the Bahamas for, the, for, for a week, you know, a couple days, five days, whatever. Like, do that. Find out. Listen to what she wants. She going to tell you. If you give her the room to tell you, she going to tell you what she wants. And it might not be a better car, a bigger home. It might not be for you to go back to school so you can go make more money. She, Y'all might be okay with the money you make now. Why even add that stress to your life if she's cool with it? And some of y'all say, well, she might say that, but I know if another guy come around, and that's what a, a lot of men don't want to admit. They want to be the superior man in her life to the point where no man can bring her something. No man that's in her reach can bring her something that he hasn't already given her. And I uh, trust me, as a man, I fully understand that. But sometimes we have to get out of our egos and be humans and 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 realize that we don't have to do that she's fine right where she is and us imposing these things especially putting pressure behind it might not saying this should happen but it, that would probably push her away more than y'all staying where y'all at listen to her okay take your ego out of the way for a second take your pride take your you know, this image that you have in your head of how your life is supposed to look, how y'all's life is supposed to look. Oh, she's so beautiful. She deserves these things. She probably don't even care about them. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds, I, I seen this video of little baby's son, and I don't know what else he got the little boy, but he brought the little boy to Icebox here in Atlanta and got him a whole rack of jewelry. The kid is like six years old. The kid is six years old. I'm pretty sure that jewelry was worth over $100,000. Maybe $50,000 to $100,000. Maybe more. That kid would have been happy if you would have got him a video game, some art, some Spider-Man shoes, and a poster. But because you're a little baby and you're a rapper and you feel like this is a rapper's son. and you know, Maybe you wanted chains growing up or something like that. You feel like you should have to impose these things on the kid. But the kid isn't happy. You're happy. That's your image of life. That's what you want. And that's the same thing that we tend to do with our women. You know, and it's, once again, it's not just a money talk. You could take this into anything that's going on in your life. I'm pretty sure someone right now listening has already translated a lot of what I'm saying to fit more what you've been doing. We see this all the time. We see parents dress their kids up like they're 25 years old little boy that's like five he wants to jump around but he can't because mom don't miss your shoes I, I, I bought you them shoes he don't care about them shoes that was your fault who told you to go buy a kid gucci shoes just because you can afford it because it would make you feel like and that comes to your ego that's you the kid never said i want gucci shoes you felt like you buy yourself gucci shoes 
how you gonna look not buying your son Gucci shoes? And it's a logical way of thinking, but to nonetheless, it's still irrelevant, and it and it, and it and it doesn't really have any type of level of productivity behind it. And it's the same thing we tend to do, especially when it comes to men who are making a little bit more money than others, or are moving up their ladder, right? And she she might be fine. Some girls won't be. And I mean, you know, you, 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 you know, you'll obviously know that when you get there, but I'm saying I've seen a lot of time. She's just fine. And we feel the need to go and impose these different things on her. And she's telling you she's cool with the car. She's cool with what's going on. She likes it. She wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Then just listen to her. Just listen to her. And I know it's easier said than done. Some of us are going to hear this like, yeah, you know, where you right and still fall into that trap because that's how we've been taught. That's how we've been programmed. It's hard to get rid of that programming even once you become aware of it because it's what you're used to. It's what literally makes you feel like a man. Look what I did for my girl. I've even seen a video the other day of 6ix9ine. He bought a, his best friend he grew up with like these expensive purses. And when she opened the box, she just looked like, cool, yay. And I feel like because there were pictures of them as a kid, right? He could have made a cool picture and framed it and she would have been more happy than him buying her purses. But we think that that's what she wants. As men, we feel like that's what women want. And it's a slap in the face to a lot of women who aren't shallow. Because believe it or not, fellas, I know you don't like to hear this, but there are women who aren't that shallow. And there are women who, yes, they like luxurious things. Yes, they like miscellaneous items like that. However, they are literally thirsting, not for those things, because they can do those things for themselves these days. They're thirsting for real intimacy. She don't need you to go and take her to the most fanciest restaurant in, in Atlanta. You want to take her to the most fancy restaurant in Atlanta. That's for you. That's that, that'll, do, that'll do more for you than it will ever do for her. And this does kind of piggyback with my last episode because, yes, you know, if that's what he really wants to do, lady, sometimes it is just let him have his day. But explain, show him maybe. And this is where the lady can come in. I don't, you don't have to take me to the most expensive restaurant. You know, it'd be cool if we decorate, the, if you decorate the living room. And I've done this once, you know, put the candles out, put the rose petals everywhere, cook me a food. That, that make her feel more happy than anything at an expensive restaurant. The food, it's not like you go to spend a restaurant, the food ain't even all that better than the, the, the hood spot. It just costs more and it comes with a little presentation and there's somebody playing piano in the corner and you look around and you see uh, the mayor over there and oh, there's the superintendent of Cobb County Schools over there and there's uh, the district attorney for Fulton County. Like, and you feel like, because, but what does that do for her? What does it do for y'all, really? Let's think about that, right? That was all based on your ego. You would have satisfied her way more with a picnic, believe it or not. Saved yourself some money, too. You know, a lot of time when you get to certain levels of life, women really, believe it or not, they stop caring about money for real. And that's hard for a lot of brothers to hear, but it's true. You don't believe me? Look at Rihanna. Who is she married to? I mean, we're about to get married to. Not the most richest rapper. ASAP Rocky. And I'm not dissing him, but, you you know, financially, you feel me? Nicki Minaj, when they married Kenneth Petty, right? So you 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 gotta think about this, like, and to a certain extent, where 
it really comes from and, and where it goes. Even in my own life, I've tried to go do all this big, bad stuff I can, you know, in my own, obviously within my own reach and come to find out she just wanted me to just come over, you know, and maybe, you know, as a man, we can get both of what we need. We can get our little ego stroke and our, you know, our man title, you know, to feel like, look at me, I did something, which we do as men deserve to feel and need to feel, but also give her what she wants as well. You know, and just let her know, stop chopping and posing it to her like it's something that she should want. Just tell her that this is what I wanted to do for you. You wanted to buy her a diamond bracelet? Tell her that. Tell her, I just wanted to do this for you. This is for me, for you. Don't push it on her like something that she should want or she deserves it and all this other. She's looking at it like, yeah, that's cool, but I just want to spend time. Just like a kid. His dad hands him all these Gucci clothes and he's just like, okay, cool. But are we still going to watch Action Jackson tonight? Think about it. He's going to spend thousand dollars on this kid and all he care about is go home and watch a TV show. (laughs) I mean, you you see what I'm saying? Like my dad was like that. He would shower us with gifts. And sometimes I would just look at him like, all I want is a a weekend with just you and not my stepmom all in our face. Like literally... Literally, that's all I wanted. Keep the clothes. If I could trade you all these clothes you just brought me from New York and take a weekend, just one weekend, and we don't have to even do anything. That's what's crazy. We actually, I don't want to do anything. I want to stay home and watch movies with you like we used to when we was growing up. I remember on Saturdays, me and my dad and my sister would go turn on my PlayStation 2 when we used to live in Stone Mountain. We had a house. My mom and them was together, and they had this game called War of the Monsters. <laughs> You know, if, uh, y'all go look it up, man. It's a it's a cool little game. You and your family can play if you can find it somewhere on the internet. War of the Monsters. And my dad was so into the game. and We would play each other. And me and Brian would have little uh, competitions and, you know, all this other stuff. And it was really cool, man, you know. We just wanted to do that. Dad would take us to the movies. He'd pay for one movie, then we'd go movie hopping. We might watch four movies in one day, you know, don't tell nobody. And we would sneak some checkers burgers up in there and some M&M's, don't tell nobody. Might pull out a slice of pizza in the middle of the movie theater. We just wanted to do that. We don't need to go to Jamaica. We don't need uh, the brand new Ralph Lauren stuff. We don't We don't need all that. I don't care, personally, you know. And, and, and don't think I didn't appreciate the clothes when it was given to me. He would give me some clothes. I remember sometimes but that bring me a lot of clothes. And I might not like all of them, but then there would be some things and I'd be like, ooh, that's cold. Like I can't wait to wear this to school. Don't get it twisted. But I promise you I would have given them things back if it meant we could have had one weekend without Kim all in our face. Or her family all in our face. Just one weekend with our dad, who we only get to see twice a month. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And some women right now that's listening is like, oh my gosh, he gets it. They feel the same way. You can keep the jewelry. You can keep the new cars. You can keep the new homes. You can even keep the vacations. Just listen to her. Just rub her feet. Just get her a bubble bath. Just from the, tonight, you do the dishes. Tonight, you cook the food. Tonight, you, tomorrow, Saturday morning, you clean the house. Listen to her idea. She want to write a book. You want to buy her a boutique. She wants to write a book, though. Listen to the book. Help her write the book to ask her what she needs to write the book. 
provide her with a space where she can flow creativity and write the book. She might want to do arts and crafts with you. Maybe get some paint, paint your feet and put it on some paper. I don't know. Maybe you guys can take a certain wall in y'all house and just turn that to the freestyle wall where y'all just paint different stuff and you just do whatever. Y'all just go crazy and express yourself on that wall. You feel what I'm saying, fellas? I'm talking to the real men here. Like, I ain't talking to little boys trying to play games. And if I'm talking to a little boy, I'm, I'm hoping I'm talking to a little boy that wants to be a man. It's okay. We we all fall short of the glory. Don't let nobody make fun of you for where you at in life. Because at one point, we all was there. And even if we weren't, someone around us was, and we gave them a pass. So we're going to give you a pass, too. I've been a little boy most of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just so don't don't get that twisted. But anyways, like I was saying, I just wanted the men to hear that because I think it was an important message. You know, I really do believe in relationship. I ain't with all that uh, funny stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ain't with all that funny business. Uh, I've always believed in love my whole life. My literally my whole life. I was never afraid of girls. I never thought girls had cooties. None of that. I was never that boy. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know exactly always how to be a man, you know, and um, it took me, I, I said in one of my songs, I said I became a man without a manual. I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> you know, that's why I feel like sometimes, you know, a good woman make you a man for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it literally like it puts a certain fire under you that you wouldn't naturally have for yourself. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm talking about a good woman now. We ain't talking about nobody else. <laughs> you know, this conversation is for a certain group of people. Um, people who are or want to be in the positions that we're speaking on. Uh, so just sometimes, just like I told the ladies, sit back and relax. Fellas, she's fine. She says she's okay. She's okay. If she says she this is what she wants, that's what she wants. Stop trying to make her want other things. These expensive things or these uh, status-based things. or She's okay. Even religiously, some men might, let's come on, we got to go to this big church. She's like, I want to stay right here at this small church, you know. Yeah, but they don't have any programs. I don't need programs. I just want to pray and worship the Lord. You want to go to the big church. You know, and sometimes you have to ask yourself that too, fellas. Are we are we are we pushing our selfish agendas on our women? We're leaders, right? Women naturally look up to men. So what does that teach her to do? Get in her own selfish agenda. So you so caught up in your ego, you don't realize that you've trained her. You're training her to be selfish. And when she becomes selfish, you'll go talk bad about her to the homies and to your family and maybe even to her herself. But you trained her to be that way with your own selfish agendas. And ladies, when a man asks you what you want, tell him. Tell him. So that way, you know, it's, it's and this is why communication and trust and, and friendship is so important in a relationship. You know, I talked to this woman the other day, this grown lady, a beautiful black woman um, and Buckhead. You know, we just kicked a little conversation and I just asked her straight up. I said, you know, how long have you been married? And she told me and it was like 20 something years. And I said, what's the key? You know, what's the key? Do you know this woman sat there and she just started going off? 
right up there in the pop wheels and Popeyes and Buckhead, right there on Roswell Road, the Popeyes on Roswell Road, right there by uh, what's that road that that you turn down, you go now you go heading towards Brookhaven, uh, what's that? Is that it's not Wayuka, no, that's um that's Windsor, right there by um. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I like to paint pictures of people who can see it. I don't know why. I just give you extra details so you can envision, you know, lady in a fur coat, you know, clearly getting some money, right? Nice woman, though, when I speak to her. And we just started talking, and she just started, like, that sparked so much in her. I could see she just got excited. She's like, what? Oh, let me tell you. And, oh, and when you, and, uh, and you know, this woman didn't mention money not one time. And I was trying to get her to do it too, like saying little things. And you know, sometimes as men, we 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 don't we may not understand. You know, like do you know that she didn't mention money not one time? You know, because when it comes to the good women, it's not that they don't want a broke man or they want a rich man. It's just they want a man that is confident, and they know when you don't make money, you don't have confidence. When you don't have confidence, everything else falls apart in a relationship. They're looking for security. You know, and it does not always have to be a multimillionaire to have that either. You got some brothers who make millions of dollars and their woman will leave them in a heartbeat because, first of all, he's irresponsible with the money that he does make or and slash or selfish, you know, or immature in the things he likes to purchase with this money. You know, and she's looking at him like like a bum. He's trying to be flashy. That's what I'm saying. If she's fine, she's fine. And you have to give her room to, sh- to see if she's going to be fine. You can't just keep imposing these things on her thinking all women like jewelry, all women like cars, all women like this flashy stuff. This woman didn't mention money not once. She mentioned a lot of things. She didn't mention money not once. All she kept talking about, the main thing she kept going back to was communication and friendship. That was it. She said, all that other stuff go down the road and go down the drain. You grow out of it. You stop caring. You get used to it, but there's one thing that's gonna always keep you guys, and that's what she that's what she kept telling me. You know, communication and friendship. That's what she kept going back to. And sometimes you gotta listen to these OGs out here, these experts that's doing what we want to do. I'm 29 years old and trying to do what she's doing. You know, I'm trying to in my own way do what her husband's doing with her. Why would I not want to hear what they have to say? And every now and then, why don't, why don't you guys spark a conversation with people that are doing the things that you want to do and that seem like they're having success with it? She told me what her kids are doing with their life and this one's doing that one. And all with the same man. All with the same man. And, you know, it, it and it's working out for them, obviously. And they probably have their issues, which she did tell me, but they stay together. And that's what else are we here to do, right? Get our partner and stay with him, die together if we can, right? I think the most beautiful story I hear is when you hear about them, them old couples and they either die the same day or like one of them would die today and like three days later the other one die. Like, that's lit. Yeah, uh, that's lit because, uh, whew, we don't even gotta say it out loud, y'all. Y'all already know. But yeah. If she say she's cool, man, she's cool, man. Stop imposing those things on her. Get to know her. Hear her heartbeat. Let her heartbeat align in harmony with the steps that you take down this path of life. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.